0: Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla.
1: Good day, everybody. Welcome to our radio show. Two great guests are joining me in the studio today talking about real estate and real estate for investors first we'll have the president for 2024 of the sierra nevada realtors robert bart will be giving us the updates on the stats in northern nevada also coming in with the stats on the commercial side ben gallus is joining us ben is the senior vice president at cbre
2: real estate we'll be back with that and more after this Time and time again, people come to Sage International Incorporated because they experience confusion about the entity or entities they have formed either on their own or through another service provider. If you do not understand how to obtain solid liability protection, effective tax reduction, or have never given any thought to the importance of exit or estate planning issues, then the Sage Facilitator Program was designed specifically for you. To learn more, call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 and schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. The Sage clients enrolled in the Sage Facilitator Program have discovered that this proprietary process creates tremendous peace of mind for themselves and their families. It's time for you to stop worrying by calling 775-786-5515 to learn more so we can help you today. Call Sage International
0: the most productive hour of your week here is your host peter padilla you tuned in to nevada real estate radio
1: many of our clients that come to visit us they own businesses and a lot of those businesses are restaurants some of them have big industrial complexes with kitchens even have a guy that does a lot of coffee roasting well they all have what do they all have in common drains Plumbing, Yes, many times the plumbing can cause an emergency in any business, but especially if you're in a restaurant business or a high-traffic volume business. In fact, the client we talk about is Rapid Rooter Commercial Plumbing Drain and Sewer Cleaning Company. They're so big at what they do that many plumbers that can't do the big jobs... They call them because they've been in, in northern Nevada for 25 years doing a great job and getting the job done right the first time. They work 24-7, 365. You can call them anytime. If you run a casino or you're a property manager, if you run a hospital, a senior care facility, industrial, homeowners associations, they call Rapid Rooter Commercial Plumbing, Drain and Sewer Cleaning Company. You should do the same if you have big needs to your Plumbing Rapid Rooter NV dot com. Give them a call twenty four seven. Two guests are with me in the studio. First of all, Robert Barchi, the president for twenty twenty four of the Sierra Nevada Realtors. Welcome back to the show, Robert.
3: Thanks for having me, Peter.
1: You're looking like you're enjoying winter.
3: I I think so. <laughs> I think you are too. You
1: have really good color. I bet you've been out in the snow.
3: I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Good, good, good times out there. I haven't had a chance to go skiing this year. I probably will make it snowshoeing before too long, but it sure looks like it's ideal conditions in uh, on the slopes.
3: It is indeed. It's Very nice out
1: there. Very nice. Also joining us in the studio, Ben Gallus. Ben is uh my commercial go-to for commercial information on real estate, not only in northern Nevada, but in southern Nevada as well. Ben, how are you doing? I'm doing real great. So tell us a little bit about CBRE and the work you do there.
4: Uh, CBRE is the largest commercial real estate company in the world. And I just uh, moved over uh, within the past few months and, and I couldn't be more excited.
1: That's awesome. Uh, CBRE, they focus on commercial. Is that their big thing? Do they also Strictly commercial. Uh So
4: uh, I specialize in multifamily. We've got an incredible industrial team, an incredible office team, a great land broker, Uh, really specializing in all the major uh, commercial real estate segments. The
1: interesting thing about multifamily, Ben, is that although it's got the word family in there, You're really dealing with investors for the most part.
4: I am. I sell, uh, you know, multifamily properties, apartment buildings as Mm -hmm. an investment vehicle. Yeah. And I love it. I got an accounting background and uh, uh, it's really fun to help people achieve their financial goals.
1: Oh, yeah. Multifamily, I think, is a great way to invest because you're helping yourself, but every month you're helping somebody else. You're providing a place for people to live and people struggle sometimes to find the right place.
4: Yeah, and I don't get into the the leasing. I'm just on the investment side of things, but uh, it's fun. I I like it. I'm a numbers guy. Uh, There's a lot of interesting properties out there, so it's, it's, uh, it's what I was made to do.
1: Ben, you work in northern Nevada, but tell us a little bit about your work in southern Nevada. Yeah,
4: well, Las Vegas obviously is uh, four times the size as Reno. Uh, a lot going on there. Uh, much different economy, which is it, which is really interesting to work as a real estate uh, uh, broker mm-hmm. uh, licensee because you can get the different. Uh, um, economic factors uh, You know what we have up here Is uh, is a lot different than what they have Down there and vice versa So it, it's really great to compare the two markets and, and I can see trends down there That we don't see up here And, and, and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun
1: If you're a promoter or a concert promoter Or an entertainer my gosh in Las Vegas is the place to be Because every time I go there There's one event that's going on There's an event that just happened And of course there's the one coming up next And you hear about this all the time uh, I was there recently, Ben, at the end of December, and I went down to UNLV to a graduation. Uh, it was actually for my daughter. And oh, congratulations. Had, thank you. And I had a chance to see uh, a lot of what was going on. The um, One of the big rodeos had just left town, and so everybody was recovering is what they were telling me from that because there was oh. so much going on. And then they were getting ready, of course, for the Christmas and the New Year's rush, And the Raiders Stadium, and uh, it's just amazing what's going on. The the big globe that I saw, just off the strip. Oh, the sphere! uh, the, The sphere. It's amazing. Yeah, you
4: know, and it's it's we have a diversified job market, which is what I think makes Northern Nevada special. Vegas has diversified their entertainment. They're pretty soon they're going to have every major sports uh, franchise, you know, uh, major sports in Vegas playing. Uh, The A's are coming at some point. An NBA franchise is going to go down there. Uh, The the Formula One race, the F one race, was an incredible financial. uh, economic deal for Las Vegas. What you were mentioning was they call that the Super Bowl of bull riding, yeah. the Super Bowl of rodeos down yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. And, you know, they they just have so many diverse entertainment options. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I just like to go down to Vegas to eat cuz I think the culinary <laughs> uh uh scene there is just incredible.
1: Oh yeah, the food and the entertainment uh is outstanding and you see things that you really don't see anywhere else in the world. Uh, I had a chance to spend some time at the Fremont experience this on this trip, and <laughs> uh, it was amazing they 're doing um, repel uh, gliding right through right down the strip. you can just hang and fly right over it it 's an amazing thing. I did not do it, but I had a good time watching others do the same. It was really a a great experience, and music entertainment everywhere um, it was really well maintained and controlled and didn 't see any problems at all. And uh, we just had a fantastic time but in las Vegas, so uh, people are buying multifamily there like they are here when they can find them. How difficult it is to is it to find the properties themselves
4: well it's it's a lot easier now because with where interest rates are. Um, you know you 're north of six percent and most of the rate of returns on the properties are in the five and a quarter to five six percent range so we 're definitely dealing with the challenge being that the the debt costs are higher than the rate of returns that you 're getting mm-hmm. on the properties and real estate is just slow to react mm-hmm. um, you know the stock market certainly when the uh, feds started raising the fed funds rate it, it started seeing an impact right away real estate is just a little slower and so we 're taking a little time to react although I will tell you Uh, I am seeing cap rates or capitalization rates in Vegas being a little bit higher than they are in northern Nevada.
1: Mm -hmm. And so what does that indicate to you that uh – that comp- that makes that difference? Why the difference in cap rates?
4: Well, I, I think part of it is what type of uh, uh, building, you know, really nice buildings that classify that as Class A or new construction. And then if it's an older existing building, they'll usually call that like a Class C or D. And Las Vegas has seen more Class C and D properties oh. trade than the Class A. Because hmm. the Class A guys want you know, they want the premium pricing and uh, there's just not as many buyers that want to buy that kind of product right now. Most people want to see the upside and a lot of times you're going to get those upsides in the C and D class properties.
1: Mm -hmm. How are interest rates affecting the commercial and multifamily market. Ben, is it the same as what's happening on the primary resident side?
4: Yeah. Well, I look at trends, and I've, uh, you know we were talking earlier about uh, w- what sold as far as multifamily properties in northern Nevada in December. We had zero sales over five units in northern Nevada, which we haven't had that in a long time.
1: Well, that, that makes the square footage... Uh, Price per square foot at zero two, doesn't
4: it? Yeah. But here's what's interesting. So I looked at I, I tallied up all my stats for the for twenty twenty three. Yeah. And volume is down fifty percent. Mm-hmm. So a lot less half the deals from than we had last year. Forty percent of all the multifamily deals that traded last year were all cash. Wow. So of the sixty percent uh, of the deals that got financing, twenty percent were owner financing, and a lot of those owners were carrying at well below market interest rates, and now you know you go to a bank right now. You are probably looking at six, seven percent for a commercial loan on an apartment building. A lot of owner fi- owner financing deals were going in the four and five percent interest, so they were help bridging the gap to make uh, make some of those deals happen.
1: Yeah, you know that's a real good idea. Yeah, we haven't talked a lot about seller financing and on either the commercial, multifamily, or even the single family residence side. With us in the studio today, Robert Bartchi is with us. He is the president for twenty twenty four. Of the Sierra Nevada Realtors Robert do you uh, hear about anybody doing seller financing when it comes to primary residents anymore
3: uh, it's not very common anymore Peter uh, few and far between you might you might see one or two a year but yeah uh, it's not not common at all anymore. interesting you
1: know I would think that because of the lock-in factor that's happening across the country people don't want to sell their homes because they've got this low low interest rate uh, what could motivate them right what could motivate uh, a person to want to buy that home anyway with interest rates being so high I'm wondering they might be able to find a way to get a happy medium there where it would be beneficial to both parties of course then you have to find a new place to live don't you
3: exactly you gotta <laughs> find a new place to live and qualify for that new mortgage
1: yeah unless the new guy is going to be willing to give you seller financing uh, exactly. but like you say <laughs> not that many people do it
3: correct it is
1: really interesting um, uh, do you get people that contact you, Robert, that are in the home buying process or nosing around, and they happen to also be looking for commercial or multifamily as well as at the same time?
3: Uh, I, I do, uh, not very often. I mean, when somebody's focused on purchasing real estate, it's usually a large investment for them, and so the. Uh, the thought of more than one transaction happening at a time for an individual is, uh, is not very common, yeah. uh, but it does happen.
1: I guess it could happen with unique properties also. In my prior life, I was a mortgage lender. I did that for 10 years, and I've been out of it for 10 years now, so I have still a pretty good memory of it. But I remember doing a transaction for a gent once right here in Sparks. It was on Prater Way, and it was a gas station and a convenience store. And attached to it was a primary residence. This Mm -hmm. is where he lived. I had a heck of a time getting that financed, by the way, because it was zoned for both. Right. And most banks wouldn't want to do that. Ben Gallis, do you ever deal with anything like that, run across something, a small business that's also a primary residence for somebody or a rental for somebody?
4: I mean, very rarely do I run into to some of those, but Reno has some. And, and uh, there was a project that was built over by the convention center in the mid-2000s where they were trying to do an actual live-work construction project where there were apartments upstairs, and then downstairs they had, like, a small commercial space, and, yeah. you know, it was just ahead of its time. And, mm-hmm. you know, you put that same project in Midtown right now on Virginia – that project would be the best project in all of Midtown. But it's just hard it's hard to 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 make that in that area make that project work and so um, but in other larger areas you see a lot of new construction podium style apartment developments where they'll have retail uh in the ground floor and then apartments upstairs and i can absolutely see reno having some more of that development particularly uh maybe in that neon line district area where jeff jacobs has has assembled quite a few properties
1: yeah you could uh, really see some cottage industry coming together along with real estate investment at the same time. However, those are unusual types of projects. And I know nowadays people are looking to buy just multifamily, just primary residence, maybe just to commercial businesses. But I come from a small town in Colorado, a small uh, rural area, and quite frankly, in those times, there were a lot of businesses like that, a lot of people running businesses out of their homes or deciding to move in their business because there was room to live there uh, for a matter of convenience, just something to think about in these challenging times of affordability and availability. I'm glad I've got two guests in the studio that know what they're talking about when it comes to real estate. Ben Gallus is with us from CBRE Real Estate here in Northern Nevada and also Robert Barchi, president of the Sierra Nevada Realtors. We'll be back with a look at the local stats on primary residence after this quick message.
2: If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the Wealth Protection Diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International.
1: A gratifying career as a CSA Head Start teacher or Early Head Start teacher is your chance of a lifetime.
3: Hi, I'm Kara. I'm a teacher here at Early Head Start and Head Start. I've lived here all my life and I love being a teacher. And I love working with my coworkers. My coworkers here are just like my family. I'm happy to be helping the youngest people in Northern Nevada. If you want to be a teacher here at Head Start, you can call us at 775 786 6023.
1: Natakwa. 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 Natakwa News. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Natakwa. Natakwa.
0: Here is your host, Peter Padilla.
1: And we are back on Nevada Real Estate Radio, enjoying conversation about real estate all across northern Nevada and also about happenings that take place in northern Nevada, too. Sometimes the two come together. Real estate for honeybees. Think about it. They need homes too. Little tiny boxes, maybe two or three boxes. Beekeepers are like in multi-family for bees. I am a multi-family beekeeper. I have five beehives. And some people that are beekeepers have even more. Some beekeepers just have one. Some people that are interested in beekeeping, they don't have any bees. They like to come and help people who are beekeepers. And then you get some of the benefits. Like you learn about honey bees, You learn about the products from the beehive. honey. Honeycomb, propolis, beeswax, bee pollen—it's all great. You'd be amazed what you can get out of a beehive, and the educational value is unbelievable. If you've got young people in your family, they are going to be so smart in the world because they're going to learn so much about it through honeybees. A beekeeper can talk forever about honeybees, so I've got to cut it off right now. Learn more at nevadastatebeekeepers.org. With me in the studio today, I have Ben Gallis from CBRE Commercial and Multi-Family Real Estate here in Northern Nevada. Also with us, Robert Barchi from the Sierra Nevada Realtors. Robert, you have the latest statistics. Can you give us an update of what's happening here in Northern Nevada as far as prices, affordability, and so forth?
3: Absolutely. Uh, all over Northern Nevada and the six counties that we serve with uh, the exclusion of Incline Village, um, our median sales price was up, specifically in Reno-Sparks uh, ending December. We were at $565,500 for a median sales price, which is up about 2.5% over well, over November. You
1: know, that, all I can say is that, but that's strong, <laughs> strong, <laughs> it strong. It is indeed,
3: and, and, and closings were down in December, as mm-hmm. is typical. Um, yeah. However, uh, from what I hear from our, our partners in lending, uh, loan applications are up significantly. Really? Oh, um, um, this month compa- as compared to 2023 uh, January.
1: That's a good bit of news because I know when the interest rates had exceeded 7%, it seemed like the world stopped in the mortgage it world. It
3: did indeed. <laughs> if it
1: keeps going in the right direction, we might see a little bit more activity. And I think that, I agree with you. I, once the interest rates start to trickle down, people are at least getting their their uh, their stats in line, getting ready for pulling the trigger. That's a good sign.
3: That's exactly right. Down in the, the uh, Lyon County areas, the median sales price is up uh, almost 9% at just shy of 400000 uh, Again, sales were down in December, which is to be expected. Um, however, uh, that median sales price continues to climb out there in Lyon.
1: Lyon County is an interesting place because uh, it's real close and yet a lot of people get it confused with other counties in the state because it just doesn't have that kind of uh, recognition that, let's say, Churchill County has, which has the only, only one city, the capital city, Fallon, right. is in there. And, of course, Reno and Sparks. But people need to know that Lyon County is where Fernley is. And Fernley is really, I think, one of the best-priced areas here in northern Nevada.
3: Currently in Dayton, uh, they really carry the Lyon County market.
1: They some. do. They absolutely do. And a me- at a median price at under $400,000.
3: Under $400,000. And, you know, you've got a lot of new development out in those areas. Uh, Dr. Horton specifically is is incentivizing buyers uh, in in a ridiculous amount of ways. I mean, they're throwing in appliances. They're throwing in blinds. They're throwing in uh, rate buy-downs to under 5% right now. Um, so if new construction is, is uh, a desire of a buyer, definitely check out the D.R. Horton uh, developments that they have going on.
1: That's a good point. Lots, a lot of people that I've talked to that want to buy, let's say, in South Meadows area, and I, I mentioned maybe Fernley to them because of the problem, Peter. I, I just can't think of moving down there because, you know, so far or whatever the reason. But when you think about the fact that you can afford to buy a new house for the most part, brand-new house right. in Fernley for less than you can buy a used house, In Reno, Nevada, I think it's a great place for the first-time homebuyer market. And with the price of gas continuing to go down, uh, it could be a great way to trade off. And then when you look at the appreciation of homes and the fact that you're in the game, once you're in the game, once you have that first property, it doesn't matter if you have it infernally, mound house, or stagecoach.
3: Absolutely. (laughs) You're
1: close enough to get going
3: absolutely that that investment will will get you moved into Reno with just a little bit of time right you buy that new construction now let it appreciate um have that equity gain and and find your new home in Reno
1: oh in yeah a absolutely few and sort of years. you know the the other thing is you might find you love it so much in further you gonna make that your and you enough. love that
3: new construction <laughs> <laughs> right 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 uh, over in Carson City uh they saw just a slight dip but stayed uh, pretty stiff pretty steady at uh, 507500 for a median sales price. Um, listings are down uh, crazy in Carson City, so the inventory is very limited out there. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, things are still moving.
1: Yeah, Capital City's always gonna have action either way, and it's a beautiful community. Carson City has so much history, and it's so close to so many things absolutely i love the fact that you can get to ski resorts in lake tahoe so quickly and yet you can get to the events and activity center in reno it's kind of a small town and yet you're right there at the capital city so many interesting things about carson i think it's a great great place to consider to purchase a home and it's just five hundred and seven thousand dollars compared to 565 here in reno sparks Saves you a pretty good amount of pocket change.
3: It does indeed. And, and speaking back to new construction, Genuine Communities has a, a crazy great community being built out there. It's four different uh, sections of a development with single family. They have some townhouses and um, uh, some condo-like housing um, going in with a big clubhouse and pool and all that uh, happening down in South Carson City right at Topsy Lane. Um, and they have some incredible incentives going as well.
1: Genuine is what it's called. Genuine,
3: genuine uh, Communities. Yeah. Genuine
1: Communities. Very nice. Yeah, when you live in South Carson, you're really, really close to Reno. Yes, indeed. Because it <laughs> gets you. I, get, I make that trip in 20, 25 minutes. You can minutes. Hop on
3: that freeway and, <laughs> and be in Reno in no time. I know. It's really fun. It's, it's a fun ride,
1: too. It's so beautiful uh, to make that trek from Carson City back to Reno Sparks. What else have you got there?
3: Uh, down in Douglas County, we're just shy of 700000 for a median sales price. That includes South Lake Tahoe. Um, sales are down, uh, but that median sales price continues to stay steady.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're only making so much uh, opportunity in the South Lake Tahoe area and Douglas County. Uh, also includes Minden. Minden, Gardnerville, uh, Genoa. Yeah, yeah. A very, there's a reason why those areas are priced even higher than our part of northern Nevada, Reno, Sparks, Carson. It's because it's much more desirable. I mean, everybody wants to live close to the lake, as close as possible, and those are really beautiful areas. What I love about living in any part of northern Nevada, Robert, is that I can get there in about half an hour.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> so it's
1: kind of there for me if I want it, anytime I do. And I do travel uh, through the southern part of our uh, area. And absolutely love going through that part of the state as I head toward Yosemite
3: yeah absolutely now what's interesting about Douglas County is typically in the winter months we do see a dip in that median sales price because uh, people move to the the lake right less in the winter (laughs) yeah right people are buying and selling less in the winter Uh, but with the inventory being so limited down there it's stayed steady this year
1: I think when you have a limited number of sales. For instance, Douglas County, how many sales did we have in the last reporting period?
3: Uh, We had 39 sales in (coughs) December.
1: So you have 39 sales. If you would have had one more or one less, there's a good chance that that median home price would have changed dramatically. Yeah, absolutely. Because just just one sale can make a big difference when you have such few. So really, in those kind of desirable areas, I always recommend to our prospects that are looking to buy there, you really have to consider the home itself as far as is it worth what is being asked. Certainly, you can compare it, but... Uh, there are so few comparables by the type of Every
3: property is unique down mm-hmm. uh, in Genoa, even. Every house is unique in Genoa. Um, we have Victorians. We have golf course homes. You have uh, ranch-style homes. I mean, there's just so much differentiation differentiation between uh, the different properties down in in Douglas County that you're absolutely right uh, you got to look at the home not necessarily the comps
1: I would bet that every 39 of those homes though was outstanding very attractive uh, uh, absolutely <laughs> it,
3: <laughs> it is Douglas is, County after all Douglas and County. certainly they had views right <laughs> uh, out in Fallon that's where we just saw a slight dip of two percent our median sales price in Fallon three hundred sixty five thousand they had seventeen sales which was up uh, over November. Um, Their median days to contract is sitting at 40. Uh, It's a stable market out there in in Fallon as well. Um,
1: Love Churchill County, love it. And a lot of our beekeepers that we talk about on our radio show, they they come from Fallon and Churchill County also because there's so much agriculture there. And it's really a delightful place. It's like a 4-H county. There is so much uh, dairy and agriculture, hay bales everywhere and sweet corn and it's also the home of the uh, naval air base yeah so you have a a nice mix of uh, different types of culture there and I love their activities in the fall for the harvesting, the cantaloupe Cantaloupe festival. Festival. They've got a very cool downtown. It's very reminiscent of where I grew up in Colorado and it's always nostalgic to go back there and visit. It's beautiful
3: out there, love it.
1: So we have a lot of nice areas to pick up from, really. We do, we serve
3: the the six best counties in all of Nevada. (laughs) Yeah, it's
1: almost (laughs) neighborhoods. When someone says, what are some of the nicest neighborhoods? Well, we got six. Right. These six (laughs) counties you can pick anywhere and it's all really good. Uh, a lot of the people that uh, are thinking about buying, I know they've got questions and and they've got concerns. Do people call the Sierra Nevada Realtors and just say, hey, I want to talk to somebody and just kind of vent a little bit or ask some questions and see if I'm going the right way? Uh, do you have somebody there that talks to them or is the idea that you direct them toward a particular agent?
3: So the staff at Sierra Nevada Realtors isn't um – they aren't licensees, so no, they're going to direct them to a, a qualified agent within the, the association. All right. A full roster of our membership can be found at snr.realtor. Um, I always recommend interviewing multiple agents. Ask those questions to multiple agents and and find out who the best fit for you is going to be.
1: Well, we're going to put all of your contact information on our website, Robert, so people can reach out to you and through the association if they have questions about the real estate market for residential real estate here in northern Nevada. It's just amazing to me how the median home sales price <laughs> is going up up, up still. Uh, and it's funny. I, I never in, in my many years when I was in mortgage, never thought would have thought that availability would have been the issue. Right? Uh, absolutely. Or that the interest rates were too low on those homes so they can't sell. Right. It's like a, a lock on a home when you have such a low interest rate. But um, real estate is always changing. It's kind of like the ocean, and uh, this is a a great example of that. Ben Gallis is with us, too. He's a commercial and multifamily realtor at CBRE Real Estate. He's working in the capital markets. I'm going to be talking with Ben and Robert after this break because I want to talk to them about some of the things that people can think about if they have some basic concerns about real estate but have a hard time voicing them back after this. CSA puts all resources into classrooms. Head Start teachers get more time for planning, parental involvement, and one-on-one time with students.
4: I'm Sheila. I'm born and raised here in Reno, Nevada, and I currently work at Early Head Start. I work with the one- to two-year-olds. It's very exciting to see the growth, not only with the children, but as well with the families. If you enjoy making a difference in kids' lives, Please come join us here at Early Head Start or Head Start at csareno.org.
2: If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, Call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International.
1: So the value of internships has come up a number of times in my recent conversations with other business contacts here in Northern Nevada. You see, internships, I believe, are a great way to help young students who want to get into a career or can't decide on a career helps them determine what's best for them, and really gives them a head start when they graduate and then get out into the employment field. The reason I'm talking about this is because a lot of young people that I talk to are struggling with finding ways to purchase a home nowadays. Prices high, interest rates high. I mean, you name it, there's so many challenges. Affordability, availability, it goes on and on. So sometimes we have to think about the value of good education, and many times we forget about the internship element. You see, a recent report I read says that half of college grads today are underemployed. Roughly half of college graduate ends up in in, in, uh, in jobs where their degrees aren't even needed, and that underemployment has a lasting implication for their earnings and their future career paths. Now, a new study tracking more than ten million people who entered the job market over the past decade. It suggests that the portion of graduates in jobs that don't make use of their skills or credentials is 52%. That's larger than anybody thought before, and it underscores the lasting importance of that first job you get right after graduation. Now, most graduates who held non-college degree-level jobs after leaving college remained unemployed a decade later, according to researchers at labor analytics firm Burning Glass Institute and nonprofit Strata Education Foundation, which analyzed the resumes of workers who graduated between 2012 and 2021. Now, more than any other factor analyzed, including race, gender, choice of universities, what a person studies, etc., that determines the odds of getting on a college-level career track. Internships were also determined to be quite critical. Now, the fightings add a lot of fuel to the debate over the value of a college education and its cost in the first place. I mean, people say that you're told all your life to get a bachelor's degree and your life is going to be so good after that. Well, in reality, it hasn't really helped a lot of people very much. In fact, many people that had bachelor's degrees are working in Basic jobs like security or corporate facilities. You see, getting stuck in such jobs can ripple across a lifetime of earnings. That first job out of college when you graduate is critical. Now, a lot of people in their 20s, bachelor degree holders, let's say, working in college jobs, they earn nearly 90% more than people with just a high school diploma. Now, by comparison, underemployed college graduates earn 25% more than high school graduates. How can that be? Well, we all wonder that question, right? With the unemployment insurance, the way that it works, and with people getting side jobs after they go on unemployment and maybe not claiming the income, you just never know what's happening out there. It's not as if a degree isn't worth it, say a lot of people, but it's just nowadays worth it to too few people. So many people think that you know, completing a degree is going to really help them with, you know, the ability to dodge those career roadblocks that many people talk to your friends, talk to your families who didn't finish college. They ran into those same problems. So instead, many people think that, well, you know, maybe I'll just uh, get that college degree and uh, use that as my ticket to get a good-paying job right away. Well, with the wrong job, you might be looking back and saying otherwise. Some people had wishing that they'd taken time off before college to explore career options, and many people worry that even after they get their degree, it's really not going to be of value anymore because they're seeing what's happening across the country. Now, some people uh, think that uh, once a graduate's first two or three jobs are clustered around the industry, that, you know, they can move on to any other job they want because a lot of people when they graduate, they get a job for just a few months just to tide them over till they're looking for the right gig and then another one and maybe a third, you know, and then finally they land the right deal. But the problem is that you get somehow pigeonholed into that kind of industry if it was a particular kind of industry that you were working in. And let's say you're a, a, an aspiring marketing guy like I am always and you take a job in the fast food industry as a supervisor uh, just because you got to pay bills. And the next thing you know, you get a promotion. You're doing more work in the fast food industry. And before long, you might have two or three years working in the fast food industry because that's all you could find at the time. But then comes the time to pitch yourself for a a job as a career in marketing. And before long, you might find that your employers are thinking, well, you know, you really haven't had that much time in the marketing world. Your competitors here, oh, they've been in the business two, three, four, five years, and you've been in the fast food industry. So even though you have your your degree and your career, you just don't have that experience. I've experienced this kind of feedback myself, ladies and gentlemen, in my early days of my media and broadcast career. I saw a lot of people turn down because they hadn't been on the job enough, even though it was for a few years only after college, and other persons were chosen to work in those positions instead. Now, Not all degrees, for instance, in those STEM disciplines, you know, science, technology, and engineering and math, they're not all going to lead to landing a job that reflects this great college degree, this great college education. In fact, nearly half of the people who majored in biology and biomedical sciences, that's 47%, they remained unemployed five years after graduating because they were looking for that that job, that key for their career. The institutes of study also found that most of the graduates who don't find work reflecting their degrees are severely underemployed, meaning that in jobs uh, that only require high school educations or less. Five years after graduation, 88% of underemployed graduates remain in this category. They're working jobs like office support, retail sales, food service. I mean, everybody will be thinking of their first post-college job as a high-stakes milestone, the research said, and they need to give it attention that it deserves. Securing even one internship now during college significantly improves the odds of landing a college-level job upon graduation, according to this study. Here at Sage International, we are looking for interns right now. We're looking for someone to help us in the marketing side, someone to help us in the communication side. And I know many businesses here in northern Nevada and all across the country would love to have some interns working at their office so that they can help them move on to the career of their choice. Now, obviously, I don't want any interns coming to work for me in the marketing department at Sage International that are looking to get into the culinary institutes or maybe moving on to have a career in biology. The idea of an internship is that you get to work as an intern before you are uh, graduated and before you get that first job. You're making sure that it's right for you. You're making sure that you are are qualified to move forward in the career that you want to move forward to. And you're also getting education and experience hands-on by working with people that are in the trenches today. These internships that we offer at Sage International, like at many businesses across the country, they're really for the benefit of the student. Yes, we get a little work out of them. Yes, it does help us to a large degree. But the reality is the best feeling that businesses have when they offer an internship is that they know that they're helping a young person, anyone who is just about to finish their education, that wants to move into a career that is Similar to us, to the people that offer the internships. Now, many colleges across the country are recognizing the value of internships. There's a university called Tufts University, Environmental Studies, and their majors have to complete at least 100 hours of internship experience in order to graduate. Now, roughly 50 to 70 percent of its students go into environmental work after graduation other institutions they set up scholarship funds to subsidize students who take unpaid internships instru- who take unpaid internships now nearly all of the undergrads at northwestern university in boston massachusetts they complete at least a one they complete at least one six month internship six months after graduation 91% of working graduates report having jobs related to their major according to the school's most recent data. It all comes down to this. That internship is a huge value for the employer. It's a huge value to the student. And it's a huge value to the school where those students come from because by helping the students with the internship, we're helping the students have a better chance of getting a career started with the right job from the get-go. That very first job is absolutely critical. It's like taking the first step of a journey. That first step has to go in the right direction. There's an infinite number of ways to go, but that first step, it's going to make a lot of difference down the road. A wise guru that I was talking to today told me about the linear lifestyle that all of us live on earth. Our past affects our present, and what we do in the present affects our future. And if your future is about getting into a great career, getting into a world of dynamic positiveness where you're helping other people, and where you earn the kind of income that you need to accomplish your goals and help others, you've absolutely got to start on the right foot. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are a college student, I recommend that you seek an intern at a company that is focused on the kind of career path that you're looking for. If you're an employer listening to our show today, I'm encouraging you to consider hiring an intern at your business. You'll be helping yourself, you will be helping that individual, and you will be helping society in general because we will have better employees, better professionals, highly trained, and above all, motivated because they're doing what they love. I love the world of real estate and real estate for investors. After this message, We'll be back with more
2: from Ben Gallus and Robert Barchi. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives
1: of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start Programs.
2: Please call us at 775-786-6023.
1: Many of the future homeowners that listen to our radio show are quite young. I can't say that they listen attentively, but I have heard some people say that their five-year-old or their six-year-old is listening to our radio show. Can you believe that? Well, when I got to thinking about that, I got to thinking, too, that as these kids get older and go to school and graduate and start earning a living, they're going to want to buy a house, too. So these are really our future homeowners and home sellers and home buyers that we have in America. So we have to really keep an eye on these young people that they're our future clients. That means getting them educated. The challenge nowadays is that public education has put some real challenges on many of our kids. And some kids are falling behind a grade or two, and before long, they might be in sixth or seventh grade, can't even read. Well, that's where Empower Youth Foundation comes to the rescue. They are changing lives through the science of learning. Many of these underprivileged kids... They're underprivileged because they're falling behind in class, but they're underprivileged because they might have financial issues at home, parental issues, drug issues. Some of the kids, they are really struggling in their private lives, and they struggle in school as well. When they get together with the Empower Youth Foundation, things start to change fast because they get one-on-one training and instruction to give them the gift of lifelong learning. These at-risk kids, many times, they graduate one more grade in just as little as 40 hours of counseling. This one-on-one coaching is is unbelievable, and you've really got to see it to learn more about how it can help our community. Visit the website, empoweryouthfoundation.org. You'll be amazed. With me in the studio, Ben Gallis from CBRA Commercial Real Estate, and also Robert Barchi, 2024 President of the Sierra Nevada Realtors. Robert Sierra, Nevada Realtors. uh, You guys merged with the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors just about a year ago, was it, or two?
3: We did indeed, yeah. yeah. It was a year ago. It yep. was a year ago, <laughs> and <laughs> it I really <laughs> really
1: enjoyed having your predecessors come to the show and talk about the merger, and I know that was a big deal, but how are, you know, now that the merger is done and everything's together, is everything rolling as smoothly as you all thought it would be? Is it going well?
3: It's running perfectly, even better than we thought it would. <laughs> yeah,
1: nice. Efficiency is really the key, I think, and sometimes uh, you've got to kind of squeeze a little bit in some areas so that you can expand in others
3: absolutely and uh bringing together the rural counties with the metro area of reno sparks was probably the best decision we ever made because we all run so closely uh as far as as doing transactions uh, from sierra nevada to reno sparks yeah uh the former sierra nevada to reno sparks and um you know Everything in Northern Nevada kind of runs seamlessly, and so why weren't we doing the same?
1: It's really nice that it's done because we look at like I say, our, our counties are more like neighborhood communities. Exactly, uh, we're all real close, and we all uh, really get benefit from um, knowing about what each county is offering, and and really putting together a great package of entertainment and outdoor recreation. It's just so beautiful in Northern Nevada. That's why I believe we have been discovered. I was looking at a national newspaper just the other day, and there was a great article in there, and it said, housing is a long way from normal. So when I read that, I thought, wow, they're just barely getting to that? (laughs) I think we knew that about two years ago. Yes, indeed. But still, they made a good point about the housing market uh, that we've talked about before, about the lock-in people that are owning homes that have such low-rate mortgages. they, They really can't afford to move out, even though they might want to. They're almost locked in. And then, of course, the price stabilization and price increases because of this lock-in factor. Well, it's just putting a, a real uh, stress on home buying across America. One would think that when homes stopped selling so fast, the prices would go down. That's what I always remember. But this article said, gents, that the, in, since, 19, since 2019, the home prices across America, the median home price, has gone up from $277,000 – to three hundred and eighty-seven thousand dollars. It's a hundred and ten thousand dollars average across America that the homes have gone up. And I, I looked at that article, Robert, and I thought, my gosh, that's outrageous! How could, that's just amazing. Then I got to thinking about Reno, Sparks, Northern Nevada, and I'm thinking ours went up even more. It did. <laughs> Isn't that? A, I, I just I was struggling to believe that. And so, Robert, I, it reminded me that you uh, know. I've discussed this with other individuals that although we're not classified as a high-priced market by Fannie and and, and uh, Freddie Mac, we are like a high-priced market when you compare us to some of these other areas. Uh, really, feel like we've been discovered.
3: Yes, indeed, we have. I mean, with all the growth that's coming in in the the uh, commercial world. <laughs> Uh, the industrial world, USA Parkway. I mean, look at look at all of that uh, growth. That's bringing jobs to our area, which is bringing more people to our area, and we just don't have the inventory to bring more people to our area, which is driving the prices up.
1: It would have seemed to me like you build the houses first, then you, bring, then in you the business, bring in the business, then you bring in the people. and <laughs> say, "Hey, we're ready for you," but it didn't really work out that way. It didn't. <laughs> ben Gallus, uh you've been in the commercial and multifamily business for a long time, 10 years, 15 years? 24. 24. Close years. enough. <laughs> and it's 102 in dog years, I think. It's, it's a just, long time. It's a long, long time. But I've always thought that residential real estate drives and really pumps the business, the commercial businesses and the multifamily to come in. But lately, it seemed like it's sometimes the other way around. What, what is What is the general trend like?
4: Well, I mean, Nevada's just gotten the benefit of of population migration. We've had a lot of great companies hiring a lot of people and and a lot of new opportunities from people leaving other areas coming to Nevada, both uh, northern and southern Nevada. So, uh, you know, a lot of people, when they move into a new area, you want to move into an apartment so you can get to know the area a little bit more and 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 then maybe eventually they go and and buy a house i think that's usually the progression that most people make but you know uh our region when we started seeing this growth back in 2014 uh we didn't keep up with the housing demand um edon uh, which is the economic development agency of western nevada you know, when Tesla made their announcement, they said that we needed 5,000 new ho- new uh, housing units a year to keep up with the demand. And we didn't. We didn't keep up with that. I think uh, the latest Johnson Perkins report is reporting that we have about 5,000, 5,200 uh, apartment doors under construction right now. A lot of those have already been delivered. I don't know what uh, new home starts are in the area, but, you know, we're, we're probably behind. And in, in Washoe County, in particular, we had some of the highest rates of foreclosure in the Great recession and uh you know i think a lot of those builders wanted to build very conservatively so that they didn't get caught in a similar situation to to what that was
1: right so we get caught either way sometimes you yeah. know you, you just uh there's so many unknowns in the world uh and these unknowns are really impacting housing more than anything else getting back to the article that i was looking at it talked about how everything seemed to be kind of stabilizing the jobless rate has stabilized The uh, gross domestic product has stabilized, so has interest rates to a degree have stabilized, and you have uh, gasoline prices are coming down. Everything seems to be coming back to, like, going in the right direction, except for the housing situation. It's really going to take, I believe, lower interest rates. I mean, that's the only thing that's going to motivate people to sell their homes knowing that they can buy another home with a reasonable payment or a reasonable interest rate when they look at maybe the appreciation that they got on the home they're leaving the fact that they can buy it now with a bigger down payment or hopefully they're maybe going to be in such a good position they can actually buy something at a a reduced size of home let's say for all cash and then we'll see some more transactions happen but no one's got the right answer to this uh, this quandary that we're in—the magic bullet, if you will—but maybe you do, Ben Gallus, What is the answer?
4: The answer is we need more housing. More, we housing. Need more housing.
1: More. So more inventory would greatly, greatly relieve the situation. Well,
4: it, you know, I, I mean, it's a supply-demand thing. Yeah. You know, we 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 don't have the supply. Um, you know, like you guys were saying on the single-family side, existing home sellers don't want to sell because they got really low debt. And, you know, so the one of the the one people that are providing the debt where people can afford is the new home builders. They're buying down the rates and, you know, doing their own financing and everything. And same thing on the commercial side. Um, You solve the debt problem, uh, you're probably going to make a transaction. And, And there are a lot more loans that are assumable on the commercial side. But on the flip side, commercial properties. They don't have 30-year uh, fixes. Maybe some, certain types of loans do, but in general, most commercial loans have a three, five, seven, ten-year balloon. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, a what, what we call a debt event. You got to do something. You either got to refinance the loan, pay off the loan, sell the property to pay off the loan. Uh, you have some kind of a situation where you you have to take care of it.
1: Yeah. Then so many complexities in the world of commercial and multifamily real estate. It's no wonder that you've been in it for so long because you know the business, and I'm sure if anybody has any questions, wants to make an investment, wants to move forward, you'd be the person to talk to. What is the best contact information for you?
4: The best uh, phone number to reach me at is going to be 775-750-6429. They can also email me, gallus at cbre.com.
1: Very good, Ben. I'm going to put all your contact information on our website. We'll make it easy for people to find you. Hope to see you back on our radio show sometime soon.
4: I'll be back.
1: All right. Robert Bartschi has been with us, too, talking about the stats at the Sierra Nevada Realtors and uh, what the different markets look like. It's amazing what a bevy of beauties you've got when you look at all of the different counties because they've all got something that's special about them, uh, and they're all priced differently. And I think right there, Robert, you really give... Home buyers an opportunity to see some really different types of properties. But uh, it all depends on making that good contact and making sure they're with a licensed real estate professional. What is the best way for somebody interested to get a hold of you and the association?
3: Absolutely. Uh, you can reach out to me directly. Uh, my number is 775 220 4353. But I always recommend you uh, visit www.snr.realtor
1: snr.realtor we'll put that on our contact information too and make it easy for people to find you i want to thank you both for coming in today thank you you, peter so much peter i'd like to thank our listeners too for tuning in we're on the air again next week same time same station tell your friends and family to tune in too and then they'll make a great deal when it comes time to buy or sell real estate until then goodbye everybody Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com.
2: Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over two decades, we have taught thousands of business owners, real estate investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate, and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to set up a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill if you want to experience peace of mind today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International.
3: Next time on the Sherry Hill Show, I have Amanda Smith with Compassion
1: Care Hospice. We're going to break through the myths of what hospice actually is and why it is critical that for you or a loved one, you advocate for yourself and know this amazing service exists for you. Join us to learn more. The Sherry Hill Show Mondays 11:30 am. and Sundays at 1pm on 93.7 FM. The Sherry Hill Show where business is amplified.